0: Listening to the EdReach Network
1: Ed Gamer, episode eighty-three on EdReach. Can teachers use the top ten video games of twenty twelve? This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, January fifth, twenty thirteen. Well, that's kinda weird to say, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had caught. I caught myself there. Ed Gamers part of the EdReach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A big 2013 voice. Yes. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any time type of games. I can speak.
0: See, not much has changed from last year.
1: Yeah. We'll give you the education angle in any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach.
0: Y mi nombre es Geraldo.
1: Geraldo. I'm Jerry. Yeah. Hey, Jerry. Hi. Who, who are
0: you? My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois.
1: And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm the host that can't say the intro. <laughs> I didn't touch it. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I'm I'm a sixth grade social studies and language arts teacher from Normal Illinois. I'm sitting here debating in my head: Do I edit? It's like I got too much to do today. Yeah. I think I'll leave it as is. Just- I think I think I think our audience likes authenticity. Let it roll. Let it roll. So uh, you go back to school on Monday. Are you serious? You go back, don't you, on Monday? Yeah. Yeah. yeah did- you, you were off this week, right? I
0: was off this week. Were you off this week?
1: Yes. Yeah. And I go back Monday.
0: I prefer this. I prefer going. Uh, close to Christmas Day, and then having you know the whole week off in between and then the first week of January off. It's much nicer because yes,
1: no. yes and no yes and no. I if it works out, I don't mind coming back. We've done this before where we had like an institute on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we just have the kids Thursday and Friday kind of ease back into it. Yeah. Um, I know people like the full weekends, but I tell you what, next week is going to take forever. Do
0: you have – okay, so – no. So you guys are on like a full-year curriculum, right?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: You go, do you still break it up into quarters at all?
1: Yeah, we have quarter. We have quarter grades. Okay. So did your quarter we end have,
0: before the break? Yes. Oh, see, we have – this is why it's nice for me. Is we go back, we have like one full week – and then we have two days of review, and then we have finals. Ugh. So finals are, you know, I mean, not very they're, – they're not bad for me because – No, they aren't, yeah. sit there and get the test. But, um, yeah, so it's kind of a nice break. So I don't really start, you know, getting back into the swing of
1: – For a couple we'll more weeks. For,
0: yeah, and then we got all new classes, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's – no, yeah. Um... I'm coming back and uh yeah it's I pretty much have the language arts my team of teachers is phenomenal and, and uh one of the teachers already kind of mapped out these first couple weeks for us which is great uh social studies I come back and I teach something that's a little bit some teachers cringe because they're like you really teach that and is it Lady I, I teach Gaga? a no no I don't teach kids how to put meat as clothing, but you know what it's a uh, path these days, Zach? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, butcher. butcher. Yeah. You can, yeah. This is the cut of meat that you use. No. So it's, uh, no, I teach the five major religions. Oh, interesting. And as you can see that depending on your students, that can get kind of tricky, but I've been doing it for about, I'd say five, six years and really have not had any problems. It's, I get to the point, It's I tell the kids right off the bat, I am not preaching, I am teaching the history of these religions, and I show them the uh, commonalities between them. Because of what I teach, I teach ancient civilizations, so there's no way for me to teach this class without discussing religion. Religion played such a huge factor in all of these civilizations that I teach. So it kind of gives us a little different break, It takes I take about two weeks to do this, And, uh, it's, yeah, it's come together very nicely. And the kids, every year you get some corrupt questions and it's, it's nice because it opens up some, um, eyes to, you know, some of the the issues and the preconceived notions and prejudging that, that students have. And I even send a letter home explaining to the parents what I'm doing and tell them that your students will probably come home with questions. (laughs) So, you know, you know, be prepared. And then if you have any questions for me, they can contact me. And it's been nice. It's actually gotten nice responses from parents. Cool. So I've had a few interesting ones, but overall it's been very good. Nice. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the social studies starting back out. And of course I have a wonderful, uh, student teacher this year. Now when you student taught, did you, did you just go for a semester? I
0: went for a semester, two eight-week sessions, and I was required to pick two out of the three between uh, elementary school, middle school, and high school.
1: Okay. Now, we have what's called PDS, which is Professional Development School. Okay. Um, it's it's really nice. Basically, this teacher is with me for the whole year and wow. is with me for the first semester and then does a four-week uh, with another teacher okay. on the team and gets a different you know perspective there. And then she has been with me basically – you know, it's not full-time. It's not five days a week. For the four weeks, she was there five days a week. But for the rest of the time for the first semester, she was there about three and a half days per week, which is wonderful. And now this semester, she's with me five days a week. So it's a full be, year? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? That's crazy. Now, she did have to take some classes in the fall. Along with being at school, sure, it's not a full load, but it's still it's it's still a lot. And uh, but that's you know what she by the time she's done, she's going to be far more prepared than I ever was.
0: Yeah, probably still more than you are now.
1: Probably she. In, <laughs> fact, <laughs> in fact, there are some things I am learning from her, which is why I thoroughly enjoy. You know, having uh, student teachers every once in a while—it's—it's—it's oh. it's, it's a great thrill, and she's phenomenal at writing and reading. And um, you know, I'm a history teacher first, and I've learned to language arts, but she is really good. Yeah, really good. So, I'm, 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 yeah. the kids are lucky to have her this year.
0: <laughs> I'm a big advocate of people, of educators going back to school, but I realize it's not feasible for some people, depending upon family and financial and i am very fortunate because my district pays for quite a bit of it um but uh if people can't i think taking student teachers yes. is a great idea just because of uh, of the new ideas that they bring unfortunately some people use and abuse student teachers and you know I, it's uh, like any yeah. internship you know if you get yeah you get stuck with the wrong person but but in you know on a on a in general i think it's a a great thing for for educators yeah. to just get caught up with new trends coming out of you know secondary right. education or
1: and then you know maybe maybe I can you know help her out too yeah yeah <laughs> maybe I can show her some things about teaching that that's kind of the idea and uh, so of course she's not a big Lord of the Rings fan so fourth quarter is going to be <laughs> kind of interesting so she'll take another book um, but I'll definitely have my Lord of the Ring geeks with me uh, and then. You know the gaming aspect because you know that's what this show's about Jerry oh um,
0: what's on the that wrong, I might be on the wrong show
1: oh we're on the wrong show I'm today sorry, sorry. <clears throat> no the uh, gaming aspect and she's very open uh, to that and you know most young people game in some way shape or form yeah most people game in some way shape or form whether it could be cards chess whatever it is but she's been open to that and she got to see civilization being played in the classroom and she saw how how effective it was with a lot of the students. So but it's just one tool. So
0: here's here's an interesting question you just brought up without knowing it. If you yeah. consider gaming any kind of activity that involves interaction, winning, losing, or learning, or entertainment. So we're going all the way down to lottery, um, you know, like anything. If you can, if you consider any kind of interaction like that, how, what number of people do you think participate in some sort of gaming?
1: 100%. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's totally, I mean, you know, my mom plays bejeweled and <laughs> Sudoku and she gets mad at that. So, uh, but yeah, that's, it's, it's anything. I mean, you can. Yeah, yeah. It's it's there. It's totally there. I've thought about fantasy. I know some teachers done fantasy football with uh, math.
0: Uh. Okay.
1: okay. <clears throat> Just throwing it out because you know the playoffs start today. Today, I'm ready. Yeah. As a, as a Steelers fan, uh, I'm not involved. Uh, you as a Bears fan are not involved. <laughs> not
0: involved. I'm I'm now rooting against the Packers, and yes. I still had a lot of family in. And- uh, Seattle. So I'm I'm rooting for Seattle.
1: I You know what? I Seattle's interesting. Uh I like Indy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Young quarterback. They're
0: not bad. Underdogs. I still I still uh got a little Bears hatred for them cuz they took us out in the Super Bowl, but but it's a different team now, so.
1: It is. It is. Now it's now it's the Broncos. Yes. But yeah. they're
0: good. They're just
1: good. <clears throat> they are good. Okay,
0: so back to Okay, back okay. to
1: this. So hey, uh gaming and education is a blog from Anthony Palmer. I, uh, oh, I hope it's Anthony Palmer. I think that's what it was. Why am I thinking? Anthony Palmer, yes. yes. Okay. Tony. Hey Tony. No. He uh he yeah, emailed Tony. me. Hey Tony. Uh he email, emailed me saying, you know, "Hey, love the podcast. Uh you know, here's my blog. I want to actually put Ed Gamer on there and uh kind of promote what Ed Gamer's doing cuz he really likes Our goals and and what we are trying to accomplish through Ed Gamer and the podcast. And, you know, I thought I would throw his name out there because he's got some great articles in here and some great information. And I just want to throw it out to basically um, anybody out there. You know, we are looking for some bloggers that would like to cross post or put on to EdReach. And... um, I sent an email out to Anthony, so I don't know if you're listening, Anthony. You, you say you like the show, so hopefully you're listening. Uh, you know, hey, if you're interested, uh, we can talk and and see if we can get some of these articles posted onto onto EdReach. I think that'd be great. So, and that goes to anybody else out there, Jerry. I
0: think you have a a Central yeah. Illinois accent.
1: What are you talking about?
0: I'm trying to decide. Say say blog again. Blog. That was better. It was a it was a little bloggy, like a B-L-A-W-G. No, Chicago
1: Blog. Blog. <laughs> okay, moving on. So, uh, you know, Jerry and I were talking about maybe doing a a 2012 um, review, you know, show, and I think that I don't know that could be kind of boring. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, we no we had some awesome shows this past year, but recently. We had a a show that kind of hit home with a lot of people, at least on the EdReach website, and that was our show that was entitled Enlightened or Resistance, which is part of the uh, is referring to the game Ingress, which is on Android, which you don't have, do you, Jerry?
0: Uh, I've got I've got a an, you got an Android. I have oh. a, a tablet.
1: Oh no no not, no, not gonna work. It'll work. So it was kind of interesting how that popped up. I have. I was accepted, yay, Uh, and added on there, but it was kind of funny because I had to, (laughs) I had all these little um, um, XMs, it's like, it's like this energy, and you need to go pick it up, so you kind of walk around the neighborhood, but I don't know if these people live in Florida or what, but you know, there's snow on the ground here, (laughs) and so I'm going, how am I going to pick these up, so I turned it on. I drove the car, and by the time I reached the end of the block, I got all the energy that I needed and moved on to the second stage of, this, of the tutorial. <laughs> and it's, it basically said, press a button you know, 50 feet in front of you to you know, go to this, you need to go to this area where there's a lot of this energy, and you'll see something. And basically, it told me to do that because there's nothing nearby me that has this energy source. But since I'm in the tutorial, you know, you can place one. So I'm guessing that since I'm in southern Illinois, as Jerry calls it, central Illinois, uh, actually, and not near Chicago or another big city, Why? there's probably nothing near me for this game. So I'm kind of concerned that you know I'm in rural America, and uh, hopefully I, I need to get past this next part and see if I can actually you know um, move on to the next stage of the tutorial. Or I might just say, you live in the boonies, don't play this game. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I, I
0: got my I got to go. I need to fire up the old Android device and see if I can the get old. it going. Yeah, once I got the iPad, I stopped using it.
1: Yeah, I, I I would agree. So, but my phone is is fine. So it's it's interesting. Now, the one thing that popped up about this this game that kind of concerned me is that uh, it basically like Foursquare. I think it tracks you. Of course, because you're moving along and using GPS and it tracks you and it kind of warns you that, you know, this information could be used. And I'm like, I I don't know if I (laughs) as long as I I can turn it off and know that as long as my GPS isn't on, that it's still not tracking me. That would be that would be nice. But that was kind of a concern. And that kind of goes to our next uh, next article here is FTC. Uh, most mobile apps for kids secretly collect and share information. Now, Jerry, did you were you able to read this one uh, or look?
0: I, I, w- I looked through it just a little bit. I, you know, I think this is this is an interesting study. Just because isn't this like everyone's worst nightmare? <laughs> I mean, isn't it like like paranoid people's worst nightmare? like the yeah that somebody's secretly collecting you know information in the background and and um i it's interesting i met somebody downtown that does this for a living like uh this would collects data yeah well well like um they're they're kind of like uh a coding person for for websites but it's like you know when your website comes up and um and it has an ad on it and suddenly you see something that you like just bought from Amazon you know like in the side of the ad and you're like how did that yes. ad know that you know it's like that's what he does cuz it's that collection of data um, and uh-huh. then allocating it to you know to for your specific browser knowing that right. when you log back on and that's <clears throat> that's always in like what the- there was a futuristic movie that did that too, where it like popped up ads, you
1: know. Uh, that was Minority yes. Minority reports. was awesome. You know, it yeah. like says your name, and it's like, right? Because hey, John, right? You're looking for this. isn't that the
0: best advertising when it's something? Oh yeah. That not well, you only walk into you the want, store. but it's something customized right. to you.
1: Yeah, you walk into the store, and it says, "Your sizes are over here." Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or you're in the wrong store. We don't have anything that fits you. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yep. Jerry?
0: Yeah. What? What?
1: Did you broke up there. I said something oh. kind of funny, and then you kind of stopped. Oh,
0: I'm here. I, I was talking about me. Uh-huh. I wasn't talking about you. I was laughing so hard because it was so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, but Jerry. I got cut off. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. I'm red in the face now. Okay, so, uh, yeah, and noticing on this article page itself from the LA Times, uh, it shows something I just bought from Amazon. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's cheaper. How in the world? <laughs> are you serious? Okay, that's crazy. I don't know. So, um, so it's talking about how these apps are collecting data. I think most adults would say, "Yeah, I kind of know that that's going on," but if their kids have a device, they might not know. Right. So. Its Parents are still not given the basic information I'm quoting from the article here, uh, basic information about privacy practices and interactive features of mobile apps aimed at kids. Uh, The FTC in September proposed updating COPA, which is the – oh, goodness gracious. It's not COPA (laughs) Cabana, Jerry. Are you looking it up?
0: Children's Online Privacy Protection Act.
1: Thank you. Part of a broader push to strengthen online privacy protections, but has met resistance from technology industry. Right, of course. So it's launching an investigation. The FTC is launching launching an investigation to determine if certain mobile app developers have violated COPA or have engaged in unfair deceptive trade practices. Mm. Illicit data collection from their mobile phones and tablets places kids at risk. So no one should act should get access to kids data, especially geolocation information without prior consent from a parent. Yeah. There's, there's some big issues here. Yeah. And I saw something I think it was on NBC where they were interviewing kids and talking about this. And some of them were just kind of like freaking like what? <laughs> yeah. It's... I don't want them to know. And if they can find out, then maybe my parents can find out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe we
0: should be doing this. No. um, It's a, Boy, that's a weird line. You know, anytime you involve children in anything, you, you know, you you start to think about things a second time. And it's, I agree with what you said. Yeah, a lot of adults are like, yeah, I know, you know, because of all the ads and everything like that, you know, I understand that they're tracking me. But then when you start to involve you know, kids and what your kids are playing and, and then those ads on the side of the screen start to look pretty good when your kids are, you know, playing a game. And it's like,
1: yeah, really. Or if you're on your kid's. Device and you're noticing ads that come up. You're like, what the? <laughs> yeah, that 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 gets kind of concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, so your uh, friend and 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 peer um, within your building, uh, Scott Weidig, uh-huh. sent a link called the Kerbal Space Program.
0: Kerbal. That's how I imagine him talking.
1: Yes. And it basically, let me see if I can find a, a nice. Kerbal Space Program is a multi-genre game where the players create their own space program. In KSP, stands for Kerbal Kerb- Space Program. Very good. You must build a space-worthy craft capable of flying its crew into space like without cable. killing them, which is always possible. Oh, yeah. At your disposal is a collection of parts which must be assembled to create a functional ship. Each part has its own function and will affect the way the ship flies. Or doesn't so strap yourself in and get ready to try some rocket science. It looks very cool. Yeah, it looks cute. I,
0: his uh, his I like his um, extremely English hairline. He's got you know like the nice
1: oh yeah nice
0: steps. <laughs> he kind of looks like he has a jolly rancher head.
1: Which which one?
0: They all have jolly rancher
1: heads. Well, I'm looking at this one guy and he's got like a full head of hair.
0: Well, yeah, but it's like he's got the widow's peak there. Wicked. No, like the main guy.
1: Oh, the main guys yeah. up there on the main page, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Curble, curble. That's kind of
0: maybe that's why they all yeah. wear hats because they're all.
1: Well, they're in space. They have what to wear we, a space what helmet, are teaching Jerry. Kids about body image? What you? Can... Okay, Jerry. Okay, so this looks really cool. It does look like it's costs, but I think there is a demo version. I like the... So
0: I just want to click on where it says Kerbalizer. I don't know what's in my <laughs> computer, but there is a free version. And then there is a pro, there is a free. A pro version as well, which is only two dollars.
1: Oh, it's only two dollars?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. And you get to change most of the garments and hairstyles. Let's see, there you go. <laughs> You're
1: concerned. Animation oh, mixer,
0: different backgrounds, more assets. Yeah, it's like two bucks.
1: Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it's kinda cool. That's not bad.
0: Looks okay. looks neat. I love the art. Very cool. You said it was cute. It is. It's cute.
1: Okay, so today we were actually trying to get uh, the the developers of a game called Merryweather, an epic, uh, an American epic. It's gonna it epic tale. Merryweather, an American epic. Epic. And American. that would be me. Yes, and Jeremiah McCall kind of showed us, uh, sent an email about this. It, it looks really, really cool. It's an RPG based on uh, you know Lewis and Clark and you make decisions and it, it's it's pretty in-depth I mean it's not like you know you're just going along I mean and just doing things you can actually your character can actually change along the way by decisions that they make mm-hmm. and it's gotten some backing uh, some grant money from uh, the humanities of Iowa humanities of Montana the Lewis and Clark Foundation and I think this is his company, SortaSoft, which that's kind of funny. <laughs> so uh, SortaSoft is uh, Josh uh, DeBonis. His uh, he's part of that company. So they reached their minimum goal of thirty-five thousand dollars. They're at thirty-eight thousand dollars, and they're doing some stretch goals, and from forty-five, uh, forty thousand, forty-five thousand, fifty thousand, sixty-five thousand. Now this ends. Um, this ends tomorrow night, so Sunday night. And uh, any extra we can give to this would be great. It looks, it looks really good. Watch the video; we'll have it linked. And um, your thoughts on it, Jerry? It looks really
0: cool. You know, I, I think um, it's a great way to really teach kids more about that whole, you know, Lewis and Clark type of thing. Because I. I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you you understand it, but like to play it would be so much cooler.
1: It is you're actually living the history. Yeah. Yeah, and I totally love stuff like this. Yeah, that
0: seems right up your alley.
1: Yeah, it's it's cool. Except I teach ancient civilizations, which really doesn't help me at all. So.
0: I I just like. To- you know, they put on here too, that they, the references for the concept art and they, they did all these nice little things. So, you know, I'm yeah. big into making my kids do sketches and sketchbooks and, you know, yeah. understanding that artwork's created off of references. So it's cool to see that. So it's a nice Kickstarter. They put a
1: lot into it. They put a lot into this and, uh, yeah, it kind of, and hopefully Josh doesn't get mad at me saying this, but it kind of reminds me of a, uh, Oregon trail, except a lot, more in depth,
0: yeah, like on like yeah. serious steroids. Not that we yes. steroid usage, but
1: right, Is it does weird things to you. I hope they um, get
0: the air rifle.
1: Yeah, that's the first, uh, <laughs> the the first stretch, stretch goal. goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to read about the air rifle. It's a lot cooler than you than you think. No,
0: actually, when we were off the air, Zach volunteered that if they don't make it to put in the you know like an extra two grand just oh, yeah. just to get the yeah. air rifle.
1: Yeah, it's not that I just put a uh, air conditioner and furnace in my you know house <laughs> that, in the last it's month. It's an air rifle. Jeez. Yeah, two thousand dollars. I don't have that. Okay. It's, not, it's to, not like we're raking it in. On the on giving. Okay, so that's awesome Kickstarter. If you can add to the funds, that would be greatly appreciated. And let us know what you think. Yep. Especially those history teachers out there. Okay, now, the title of our show today deals with our last article. It, it's kind of, I think we're getting into uh, modern media here, Jerry. It's kind of like the tease, like, you know, we'll wait. And, and we're
0: going to, yeah, we're going to.
1: The last one. This is
0: the last, This is good radio. We've got, like, a teaser now.
1: Teaser, yeah. Now, okay, so Jerry found on Mashable. I haven't even looked at this yet. Um, <laughs> Jerry found on, on Mashable the top ten games of 2012. Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm looking through them now, and and Jerry yeah. uh, was like, "Hey, <laughs> let's see if any of these games could be used in the classroom." And <laughs> I'm having trouble. The short, <laughs>
0: the short answer is no. No. But okay, but so let's let's you know not let's go through. Let's not uh let's not judge. I,
1: I think the first one you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So well, you know, what, before uh, you F- even
0: get to it, hold on. Yeah. Um. I thought that even the little introduction, I didn't read it the first time because I was quick to go down the list, but it's interesting. It says, uh, 2012 was a remarkable year for gaming. Players have been challenged and entertained beyond expectations. Blah, blah, blah. Hard to narrow down to just 10 games. But there are some definite trends in the list below. Almost half the games are made by independent or small yes. studios, something we'll yes. definitely see more of in 2013. list also contains some of the most polished and beautiful AAA titles in history. Uh, these games are always improving when it comes to story and direction. We've also seen, this is interesting, we've also seen a pullback from games that are too easy. So it is so good to see design decisions that make us feel better, make us better players and thinkers in the long run. So I thought that was kind of cool. So yeah. we see a, um, a trend in gaming in more difficult and challenging games and more independent studio-type games.
1: Yes. Kind of cool. Okay. So the first one here is FTL, which is Faster Than Light. Mm-hmm. And this one I've seen on Steam, and it looks pretty pretty awesome. It's a, um, uh, it's a simulation game. Uh, puts players in charge of a starship fleeing a rebellion. Travel through randomly generated sectors. Build up your crew and supplies and deliver important documents to Federation ships. So it's a space yeah. simulation. It looks really nice. It looks quite. When I look at the videos and stuff, these games can get huge. Um, it seems like it could be, get very complicated. I think it is something that um, I might be trying out. That's that's looks like a lot of fun. What's number nine there, Jerry? Nine
0: Spec Ops. The line. So kind of a war, <laughs> war type shooter. Um, I mean, maybe if you were using it to talk about conflict in other countries, but this is about um, um, you know typical war game combat veterans sent to Dubai to evacuate citizens.
1: Modern, uh, you know, modern modern event. Warfare, Yeah, yeah, modern warfare. Right. Yeah, right. but the, it does look beautiful. If you it even does look Shot right looks pretty amazing. Okay, this next one. <laughs> what is it hotline miami it
0: looks like the old school grand theft auto
1: like the <laughs> over the top you know running around oh my okay so hold on first of all ftl yes could possibly use uh spec ops uh n- no um if you not. couldn't hear in our sarcasm the picture they're showing in hotline miami no way absolutely not, absolutely not. um yeah it's looks very violent yeah yeah, let's just go stream. centers around uh, taking out hits on a lot of people. That's not good. Okay, next one, number seven. Splunky. Yes.
0: Looks like a fun little <clears> game. <throat>
1: yeah.
0: Um, return to a brutally challenging gameplay. Uh, They say this title made them cry. Uh, why is the game so punishing? Because the rewards are so great when you succeed. Um, I don't know. It looks interesting like you're, like, chasing after little gems. You know, it doesn't look like a like high a- graphic type game, but more just like a puzzle challenge type
1: game. Yeah, it definitely looks uh, like a nice puzzle, but it does... It looks very simple, but the way these guys are talking about it makes it seem like it's It's very challenging. Very challenging, yeah. Uh, Far Kai 3. Wow. uh, I played the first one, which was a really cool story, but totally not appropriate for, (laughs) for the classroom. And this one's supposed to be really good, too. Um... But yeah, just slightly violent. Yeah. Um,
0: next up, number five, Halo Four, the latest in the Halo series. Uh, you know, I think there's actually been people that have tried yes. this. Didn't Lucas say he did or
1: something like that? Like uh, he was playing with kids? I don't know for... which one he was using. Yeah, I don't know if it was this one is or not.
0: kind of one of those, you know, one of those games where if you can put something together where where you're working with collaboration and teams and things like that, then maybe you could pull something out of it. But other than that?
1: Well, his story, the um, the saga, the group that he has, the story and um, game, oh, goodness gracious, so bad. <clears throat> um, basically, his story and game group, uh, talking about the storylines and the uh, literature that comes out of games like this. You know, there's a whole line of, of books based on Halo and the story. The story is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I could see that being there, but it, that's kind of a gray area. <laughs> uh, four, Dishonored, which is... <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things about this game. Um, but yet another one that is kind of um, a little bit too violent. Yeah. Uh,
0: number three, XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Saw this one, you're uh, fighting from fighting alien invaders uh, again beautiful graphics um but
1: it's supposed to be an awesome awesome game yeah um don't know it's i don't think it's graphic violent i like i said i i would need to check into it a little bit more but uh yeah i don't
0: know what the weapon is and you're shooting you know aliens
1: so aliens could you know what they say you know, zombies, Nazis, and aliens. You're fine. You're okay. You can kill those, sure. and you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> this next one's Journey, which is is a another. It's an indie game. Um, it's supposed to be beautiful. I have no idea what's what's this one about. You're, you're a desert wanderer. Uh, you need to activate items and communicate with an unknown player who occasionally drops in. Somewhat iso- It's somewhat isolating, but also uh, perfectly demonstrates how much we can take in without with non-verbal communication, how games can tell an interesting stories in new ways. So this is definitely one to look at mm. and see. Very cool. This Yeah, this was, in fact, it's even, it was so good it was nominated for a Grammy, the, the soundtrack. Wow. <clears throat> so that's, that's one that on Steam has gotten a lot of good um, reviews. And, of course, the last ready? one, Jerry. You ready? Drum roll? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Walking Dead. Yes. yeah this one's been this one's been huge I've heard a ton of people talking about it I haven't played it yet um, I'm a huge fan of the show so maybe I should be playing it um, but from what I hear of people playing it it's mm-hmm. it's supposed to be I, I mean this one unfortunately I see more coming out of this type of game this genre than yeah. I do um, educationally out of this actual game because I think it's pretty you know, if it, it, it's anything like the tv show it's probably pretty graphic yeah. um but they even say this episodic point point click game proves so many things that this relic of a genre can tell a good story the games can force you to make hard choices and games can make you cry um yeah and i think that's what I, that's what i've heard you know like i've seen people uh, re- reacting to it online like i've been Helping this person and helping this person and now they're just walking away, you know, like, uh, you, you know, and you're forced to. And, and I've even had friends talk about like um, when when they did two different things, you know, reacted two different ways. It reminds me of like the uh, Star Wars game that you guys were playing. Wasn't it yeah. the Star Wars game where you had to be the good guy? and you yeah. me there? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, what? What, Jerry? Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, I I think that decision making is huge. People want to see that. They want to see. I think in games they want to see their their actions have
1: consequences yes definitely Uh, one game that's off here that's not on here that I'm kind of disappointed but it's not a classroom game but if you like some of these games then you probably would like Borderlands 2 which came out this year and awesome just a lot of fun a lot of fun to play with uh, some friends
0: yeah
1: it's a good co-op and you can actually have up to four players so yeah pretty cool Okay, Jerry. Anything else?
0: But um, happy New Year.
1: Didn't you say that last yep, time? I'm
0: saying it again. You got to get
1: both sides. Okay. Got to get both sides. Happy New Year, and uh, thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on EdReach.us, and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week.
0: Miley Cyrus adopted a puppy. Are
1: you kidding me? No, I'm
0: serious.
1: What's with her hair? It's
0: news. It's on MSN. I'm gonna watch a video after we sign off.
1: Did you, did you, have you seen her hair? No. Yeah, it's. What, what's up? <laughs>